0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Iceberg To Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. It is officially a great day for hockey in the city of Pittsburgh for the first time in about three days. It feels like the Pittsburgh Penguins have not been playing very often simply because they haven't been two games last weekend. They had a four day break before that. They had a three day break leading into this back to back tonight against the Florida Panthers tomorrow against the Montreal Canadiens and then they go into their bye week, which is followed up by the all-star break. So not a lot of hockey to be played by the Pittsburgh Penguins and right now that's not a great thing for this organization. They sit in hockey purgatory in the NHL's Eastern Conference. They're currently in 7th place in the Metropolitan Division. They're 7 points outside of a playoff spot, but not all is negative surrounding this team. They've performed better over the last month with a 10-5-3 record, despite having a rough week and a half here in the last you know, couple of weeks, 1-2-2 two, and two in their last five games. Obviously, you want better results from the Pittsburgh Penguins than we've seen, particularly in their road trip out west to Arizona and Las Vegas. They also have multiple games in hand, though, on most of the teams in front of them. And if you paid attention to the NHL over the past couple of days since the Pittsburgh Penguins embarrassing loss to the Arizona Coyotes, a lot of the teams that are just above them also lost. The Capitals didn't win. The Devils struggled in their games. A lot of these other teams were losing, giving the Pittsburgh Penguins more games in hand and more of an opportunity to play catch-up once they return from the NHL's All-Star break. And with all of that being said, Kyle Dubis is reportedly willing to wait past his initial deadline of the All-Star break to decide on a direction for this team. The Athletics' Chris Johnston broke that news on TSN's insider trading earlier this week saying, quote, Dubas even after two games to end the first half for the Penguins this week, is going to keep watching beyond that point. He insists that this team will make decisions for him in terms of their performance. End quote. So it's interesting. Dubas said on December 11th, we remember the date, that's a date we've gone back to multiple times on this show on pretty much Every corner of the Pittsburgh Penguins universe, that is a, a, a demarcation line as to when the Pittsburgh Penguins were tasked with turning this around, and they were given up until their bye week and the All-Star break. Well, that's as soon as 48 hours from now, most of these players will be heading to warmer climates, although beautiful day in the Berg today. From what I hear, it's a beautiful day in the DMV where I'm at, so certainly nice weather there, but they're going to be heading on their vacations here because we've officially approached the NHL's All-Star break. So we all expected Kyle Dubas to have a plan in action, and the recent performance of the team has kind of escalated the conversation around the Pittsburgh Penguins as to, okay, now they have to sell after their poor performance out West. But he's saying, I want to see more. They are in a position right now where, while yes, they're outside of a playoff spot, and while yes, they're in seventh place in the Metropolitan Division – They're in a place that they can gain ground rather quickly if they take advantage of the opportunity, a.k.a. the games in hand, that they've been given by the NHL schedule makers at this point in the season. But this delay of Kyle Dubas is going to further the speculation about whether the team will be buyers or sellers at the NHL trade deadline coming up on March 8th. That is six weeks away. Jake Gensel is obviously going to be the biggest point of discussion, has been for the past month and a half, will be for the next six weeks, leading into the NHL's trade deadline, if he's not already traded before that. There's a chance that the Pittsburgh Penguins decide that, you know what, we still want to try to make the postseason this year, and still end up trading Jake Gensel. There's a lot that could go on in the next six weeks surrounding the Pittsburgh Penguins top left wing. But if they falter, there are very few players that should feel safe this season heading into the NHL's trade deadline. Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Chris Letang, and Eric Carlson top that list of players that should feel safe that they're not going to be traded, they're not going to be having to find a new home when it comes to March 9th and March 10th. The first three for obvious reasons. They're the big three, they're here for a simple reason. They all have no move clauses, none of them want to leave. And (laughs) That point, none of them want to leave is a point that people north of the border should understand, at least those that go on TV and say Sidney Crosby wants out. But Eric Carlson, you also don't give up on him after 44 games. You traded away, yes, I get it, a lot of bad contracts, which helped, but you also traded away this year's first round pick. You're not giving up on that player despite the $10 million cap hit after 44 games. He has shown you ups and downs, but at the end of the day, you're hoping there's going to be more ups than downs as we move forward as Eric Carlson gets used to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Now that Eric Carlson is used to the Pittsburgh Penguins, how they need him to play and his role in this organization. But added to that list at number five should be Marcus Pedersen. I've seen people on both sides of the aisle. For this one this week. I've seen people say Marcus Pedersen is right up with, there with Jake Gensel as top names to be traded. This is the first time I've seen Marcus Pedersen's name in trade rumors since he was constantly that way three seasons ago, two seasons ago, where he was the top name on the list. While they can always just trade Marcus Pedersen to the Vancouver Canucks, that has been happening for the, for, or that was happening, I should say, for like two straight years. But then, has a great year last year, the conversation stops. All of a sudden, the Pittsburgh Penguins are in the court of public opinion. All of a sudden, they are definitely sellers at the deadline. Kyle Dubas doesn't agree with that. I don't think a lot of people are agreeing with that as of right now. They're not to that point where they're going to sell for sure. But the court of public opinion says so. And with that, people have started to bring Marcus Pedersen's name into these trade rumors. Most notably on the other side of this. Rob Rossi of The Athletic put Marcus Pedersen in a group with Crosby, Malkin, and Latang as the only players that Kyle Dubas shouldn't actively seek trades for, and I agree with Rob. You know, Rob put that in, in, in the middle of his piece about what Kyle Dubas should do with this team for the remainder of the season. He threw Marcus Pedersen's name in there and, and didn't go back to it, but you know what? That spoke to me. And I wholeheartedly agree. There's a lot of people online that might disagree that say Marcus Pedersen should be a trade chip for the Pittsburgh Penguins this season. I don't think that's the case at all. Marcus Pedersen is still 27 years old. He has another year left on his current contract on a very team-friendly cap hit of just over $4 million. He's been the Penguins' most consistent defensive defenseman this season and arguably the most consistent defensive defenseman over the past few seasons with the decrease in play of Brian Dumlin. He is even on pace, and I understand this is not a crazy pace to set, this is not a Chris Letang Eric Carlson type pace, and he does only have one goal this season, but Marcus Pedersen is even on pace to set a new career high in points this season with 32 as of this moment. So he's Bring in the all-around game. He has been, as Kyle Dubas has mentioned, on multiple occasions, one of the most consistent players, not just defensemen, but consistent players for this team this season. So for that reason, I understand why Pedersen could be a highly sought-after player at the trade deadline this season, why he could fetch a rather impressive return for the Pittsburgh Penguins at the trade deadline, simply because he's a great player. His eight-team no-trade list does very little to deter the Pittsburgh Penguins from shopping him if they do decide to do that, but you can't and you shouldn't trade everybody at the deadline this season, even if you determine we're going to sell off some pieces to try to kickstart the rebuild, try to bring in some new blood, try to give Kyle Dubas a little bit more breathing room when it comes to his assets in the organization, whether that be draft picks or prospects or what have you. Even if they decide, all right, Gensel, he's gone. All right, Riley Smith, maybe he's gone. All right, maybe Alex Nedeljkovic, is he gone? Obviously, a team might need a little extra goaltending help. We've seen teams need goaltending help in the playoffs when it's just not one or two, sometimes even three over the past couple seasons. So maybe it's Nedeljkovic. Maybe, a lot of people have said, you throw Pedersen in that mix too. He should be one of the top targets this team can, can trade because he has contract control through next season. He's 27 years old, as I said. And he's been a very, very good defenseman. Any team in the NHL would take him, immediately put him in their top four, and it would be an improvement. But with Sidney Crosby still playing at this level, and sure-handed defenseman being very, and I say this not hyperbolically, I say this 100% stone-cold truth, very hard to come by at the level of Marcus Pedersen, especially for that salary cap hit. See Graves, comma, Ryan. First, and only exhibit that I need to put into this case, Ryan Graves. It's very hard to find a sure-handed defenseman like Marcus Pedersen while not paying him the sun and the moon to do so. With that in mind, the Penguins should not gamble that. They shouldn't gamble that they can find another defenseman to be a steadying force to play alongside Chris Letang next season or play alongside, if needed, Eric Carlson next season. Marcus Pedersen's their guy. He's been their guy for the past couple of seasons. He should continue to be their guy for the remainder of this season through his contract next season and probably should get an extension as well. I mean, July 1st comes around, they can start negotiating with 2026 free agents for contract extensions. Sidney Crosby is number one on that list. There is nobody close to touching Sidney Crosby when it comes to that, obviously, that is 100%. Doesn't even need to be said, but I'm going to say it anyway. Second should be Marcus Pedersen. It should. Just has to be. Once that July 1st delineation point comes and you can start negotiating with those free agents, Marcus Pedersen should be looking at a phone call from Kyle Dubas that says, hey, We'd like to get you nailed down, like to get you under contract here. Now, again, what does that contract look like? Probably not as team-friendly as the current one does. At that point, I believe he will be either 28 or 29 years old. Or no, he'll he'll probably be, I got to look at his birthday, but he'll either be 27 what he is now or 28. Point of the matter is if the Penguins do decide to sell, which according to Chris Johnson of The Athletic, he's not there yet. But if he does make that decision in the next six weeks, Marcus Pedersen should not be anywhere near any trade rumors, should not be anywhere near any trade discussions for Kyle Dubas. You got to keep some players, you got to keep some of your best players, especially when they are in the prime of their careers and under contract at a very, very easy-to-work-around number and $4.025 million. I'm a big Marcus Pedersen guy. He's been great for the Pittsburgh Penguins. It was a great addition from Jim Rutherford. It was a contract that was very much maligned whenever it was signed. Is it too early? He hasn't shown that he can live up to that. He has lived up to that and more so far and has continued to do so, and I assume will continue to do so throughout the remainder of his contract this season and into next. Penguins need to keep him. If they're going to start selling, that's a guy that I, I think that you stay very clear away from putting up there on the block. But that's going to do it for this episode. Penguins play a game tonight, so that's a little bit of fun. Let's see what they can do against the Florida Panthers tonight. Let's see what they can do against the Montreal Canadiens tomorrow before they say 1-2-3 Cancun and go out on their mid-season vacations. But that's it for this episode. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from.